Welcome back to the Girls Talk Ag podcast, plowing through the manure online. I have my partners in crime here with me today, Jen and Karen. Hello. Yo. That's a good job. It's like we've done this for over a year now. I know, right? Which we didn't even touch on. Happy anniversary. I know. Oh, yeah. Jen, I got you the, got you the same thing Chris got you. Awesome. <laughs> so, hey, Chris. Nice to... Nice to see you, Chris Campbell. Uh, anyway, we it is March the 20th-ish. I mean, by the time you guys read this, it'll be later, of course. But we're recording on March 20th. It's spring. And, it's uh, spring. First day of spring. Happy spring. Snowing, so. Yeah, it's oh. snowing here, too. It's not so, here. Keep it away. Yeah, we'll work on that side of things. But yeah, so first day of spring. Our lucky farmers to the south have already put the crop in the ground in Texas, uh, I try to remind myself when I see them out enjoying short sleeve weather in February and March that it's going to be 105 degrees <laughs> every three months. I'm like, you know, they're going to need that monkey butt dust and stuff like that here in a matter of time. So I try to remind myself that that's why I live north and they have scary creatures like spiders and snakes with rattles on them and stuff. So Feral hogs. Yeah, that too. So I try to. Re- Wasn't that a song? Spiders and snakes. Oh, yeah. Tom T. Hall. Didn't he sing spiders? Oh, no. I have, was it Tom T.L.? I don't know. I don't, it's a song. It's a song. Look it up. Yeah. Google it, Jen says. So, so yeah. So, I try to remind myself when other people are celebrating, you know, warm weather that it'll only be a matter of time before our warm weather is here. And anyone who's taking part in Ag Twitter can thank God that it's coming because I don't think spring can get here soon enough. Um, you know, we're trying. I think everybody has cabin fever oh. on Ag Twitter. What the Fudge is wrong with everybody. Everyone, that's what everyone needs to take a chill pill on ag Twitter. Like, you know, it, it's, it's so funny to me because, you know, I used to try to avoid the idea of calling something ag Twitter. But let's be honest, it really exists. And it's kind of this fun little click, or at least it used to be. Uh, we all got along. And if you couldn't get along, you just kind of avoided each other um, or blocked or muted or like blocked everyone like that one dude did. I don't know. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> Everyone's no. blocked. I'm even blocked, and I didn't even know he existed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Who is it? Now I got to see if I'm oh. blocked. I got to know I don't if even I'm know cool. his name. Karen, do you know who I'm talking about? Probably not. It's probably one of those random conversations you get sucked into and don't even realize. But um, yeah, he's like some guy. I don't even know. I think he's from Illinois or something, and he has everyone blocked. But anyway. Uh, yeah, he's not worth talking about. <laughs> Let's move on. Exactly. So, so there's. Well, he won't know because he probably has a small block that we're talking about. He's one of our six listeners. The world will never know Um, because he's blocked. So I can't see if he tweets about us. But anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of things happening in agriculture. We had a a solid market rally um, that people love to fight over anyway. So that's always fun when the bean market rallies and it's quote unquote not supposed to. And then everyone likes to point fingers at who the moron was that had him sell too early. And then the moron that had him sell too early is like, hey, screw you guys. That's me. <laughs> and uh, there's plenty of beans left to sell at this value, you know, and, and yada, yada. Yada, yada. So we had that little battle. We've got uh, what else? We've got the 199A. We haven't talked about that much, right? That tax implication there. Um, the tax over the, the oversight that someone's going to figure out. Yeah. Is that, yes. How can that be constitutional? Um, anything. How can you pick in 2018? Yeah. I think. Well, I don't know. It's probably true. 
I mean, the government shouldn't be able to pick winners and losers like that. Yeah. Well, it was totally an oversight, wasn't it? It was a dipshit move. Somebody did not know what they were doing. Or maybe they did, and that was their plan all along. And that's possible, too. I mean, it was put together by two... Conspiracy. Right. It was put together by two representatives of states that are somewhat heavily ran by or have a heavy presence of co-ops in them. So, you know, in the original tax bill, what had happened is they had removed... Well, for one, they gave that uh, corporate tax break to the, the large corporations. So... Um, you know, the, the ADMs, the Cargills of the world, and I'm not saying them, you know, pointedly, I'm just giving examples, uh, are seeing a, a relief in their corporate tax rate paid and, and things like that. So there were some changes made to the DPAD, which I'm not going to give the, the words to the acronym. It's just basically a special way that uh, co-ops can pay their members or could pay their members um, or an adjustment that they could make. You know, they could get a, a portion of that D-pad and then um, not have to claim it on their taxes or whatever. Uh, so there was a change made there. And in order to cover that change and cover the corporate tax break to make it quote unquote fair, because, you know, now we're determining what's fair and what isn't, this little deal got put in where if you sell to a co-op as a farmer, you can get a 20% deduction on your gross income or something of that nature. So it translates to like 15 to 20 cents a bushel if you want to sit down and pencil it out. And and it's kind of a big deal. We run a private elevator and it's made... Um, you know, how we intend on going forward change, uh, you know, we're going to have to look at ways to to be able to give our customer this this uh, reduction or this gift, I guess you could say, in some way, shape or form, simply because what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like you can't sit back and, and uh, watch the grain go to the co-op up the road. Um, and so that's what a lot of elevators are saying. That's what the the anger or where the, the issues have come in. And I've said it's hilarious since January that this was like the easiest act of Congress anyone had ever expected because everyone told me in January it'd be fixed, (laughs) right? So here we're sitting March 20th again, and uh, everyone has said, and when I say everyone, I mean the the large groups of... people, ag industry groups, the the NGFA, National Grain and Feed Association, the Co-op Association, um, Michigan Agribusiness Association, which we're members of, you know, these groups are saying that if it doesn't get put in the omnibus spending bill, and they finally agreed on a fix, right? It was going to remove it and make it retroactive and everything like that. Well, you get farmers a 20% reduction in gross income. They're not really going to be like, hey, yeah, sure. Let's give it back in the, you know, because of fairness. They're like, no, screw you guys. You gave me that. I want it now. (laughs) And so they came up with a solution. uh, But it appears as though that solution doesn't really mean much um, because it's not showing up in the omnibus bill. Apparently, Democrats are saying, yeah, we'll vote for it. If you give us an increase, this just came out this afternoon. If you give us an increase in uh, low income housing tax credit. So if you expand the low income housing tax credit, We'll gladly vote for this fix. And a lot of the Senate Republicans are like, okay, cool. Uh, but House Speaker Ryan is like, nope, no deal. So now it's a game? It's always a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which we knew it was going to become a game. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, what? what? Yeah. See, I won't even make you bleep out words here. I'll just, whatever. Yeah, so the two senators, or the two guys who put it together, you know, really screwed up. And it was a big hush-hush thing. They wouldn't let anybody see it until it was passed, which I thought we had learned our lesson from Nancy Pelosi with that one in healthcare. 
but apparently not. Yeah. I mean, come on, that could have, should have been out and people could have commented on and shown them the mistake before it went into law. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, that's, that's the problem with anything in government right now is, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta pass it to know what's in it. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. Not even close, you know, and, and, uh, well, personally, I don't like all these big bills. I, I mean, if them. there's something I think we need to, you know, if, if there's something like this, you need to vote straight up or down on it. Yeah. If you want to look at, you know, more ha- low income housing credits, vote straight up and down on it. Don't add them together and hide them into some omnibus oh, yeah. bill. Yeah. Into some, it's 3,000 some pages long that no one has time to go through. Yeah. Oh, they need Chris Campbell in Congress then. I can I can buy a million things at Walmart and he can sort through the receipt and go, why just spend $2.87 on <laughs> right? junk? Let's have Chris Campbell. Like, oh, Chris, Chris for president. I'd vote for Chris. I'd vote for Chris too because we wouldn't have to worry about the crap that we're dealing with today. And and that's – so, that I mean, that's an issue across the board. That's been our issue with the, the health care resolution and that's been an issue with – you know, everything that we're seeing in this tax bill, you know, that's the other thing with the tax bill is that they increase the standard deduction. Or, so next year, we're not really looking at, at itemizing and there's certain things that have been phased out and blah, blah, blah. It just gets more complicated. Let's do our taxes on a postcard and call it good. How much did you make? Here's your percentage. Ta-da, you're done, you know, but that's just me. So, so yeah, with 199A at this point, it does not look as though it will be passed. You know, hopefully by the time we get to releasing this recording, uh, something magic has happened just because it'll make it easier. But, you know, I think the only real fix at this point is to basically give it to all farmers and then good luck explaining that to the outside population who already thinks farmers are given you know, subsidies and all of these other things, you know, I mean, it's, it doesn't have very good optics uh, from the outside looking in, but I can understand too why farmers don't want to give it up, you know, so it is what it is. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I, I kids cookie after you give it to him. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, exactly. You try that. Let me know how it works. Oh. And so, so yeah, touching on 199A right now, um, you know, it's funny to me because all of the people that told me that I was being a drama queen and, and saying how easy it would be to fix in January are nowhere to be found on the subject now, you know, well, three and, months later. You know, a lot of them kept saying, well, those private elevators will just, you know, form co-ops. And some of them tried in Illinois and it's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. No, we're fortunate in the sense that we're small and nimble. Uh, we're secondarily fortunate in the sense that my owner is also a producer. Um, so we have a couple things that we that you need to do in order to make it happen, happen. It's still a pain in the ass and it's still going to cost a lot of money and it is what it is. But, and that, that's the other thing, we won't benefit from it. The co-ops, if they're amongst other co-ops, will not benefit from it. It'll be some of these co-ops that, you know, are, are up against some privates in certain areas that do and, and the farmers that sell to them also do. So um, again, you can't really take a, a cookie away once you give it. So, um, but yeah, I want to bet, right? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm I was thinking about giving a cookie to my kid and taking it back. I want a so. cookie right now. You said cookie and I got distracted. I know. Mm, cookies. But so, yeah. So it is what it is. I guess we'll give an update eventually and see what happens. But, you know, there's a lot of things right now in the government that are uh, entirely up in the air. Um, you know, we've got NAFTA still that we're working on and, and uh, 
I would have to say on that side of things, we're probably heading in the right direction. And the only reason I say that is because we did give Canada and Mexico that exemption on um, the steel and aluminum tariff that we put in place. And that tells me that there was some sort of agreement on the other side. But then you know, isn't the European European Union saying something about putting a twi- 25% yeah. increase on corn from U.S.? Yep. Yeah, a twenty five percent tariff on corn from the U.S. If they don't get the don't get an exemption or whatever, and I'd have to look. You know, the EU is not a huge importer because they're not very big on GMO technology. So I think they're a big buyer of the non GMO products that we produce. Um, and I don't want to take away any demand whatsoever, but I'm not so sure um, it has a huge impact. Impact, but I could stand corrected. So why are we putting this tariff on all imported steel and aluminum, and not just on China? Because that's obviously who we're supposed to be mad at. To well, the with. thing is, uh, China isn't even in the top three. I I don't even think they're in the top five of countries we import steel or aluminum from. Uh, Canada and Brazil are are, are number one. And they happen to be. But isn't that who it was supposed to be against? Wasn't China? Whole, yeah, we're we're poking the Chinese yeah. bear uh, supposedly. It's a the, what, and um, that's not even a euphemism. No, exactly. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I, I'm so lost here. No, I'm still no, thinking about cookies. You're still, <laughs> Jen's still on the cookies. Do you, are you talking? I'm still on the cookie part. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's in the reason the way that we invoked this tariff because the tariff's supposed to be passed through Congress anyway. Um, the way that we invoked this is by saying that our national security was at threat. So yeah, it's against China, Russia. I don't think so much Russia because we know, you know, the whole, uh, I'm using air quotes, so no one sent hate mail, collusion, whatever, but China supposedly still supporting North Korea and yada, yada, yada. So it's just a tangled web that we weave. I mean, there's talk that we're going to place $60 billion in tariffs against China for intellectual theft and other things. Um, sometime this week as well. And so I feel like we're kind of like poking the bully at the, you know, in the schoolyard where we're like, come on, do something, do something, do something, come on, do something. And then when he socks us in the eye, we're gonna be like, well, I didn't mean that, you know. And so we're gonna have to watch and and see how it works. But with China importing a significant amount of soybeans as they do, and, and we're reliant upon them, you know, when it comes to to soy products and beef and pork and all of that stuff, even if they're not a direct consumer, like a direct buyer, um, they buy through other people from us. And uh, so they are a huge customer, uh, you know, especially considering the fact that they're, you know, supposed to grow uh, what the, the USDA anticipates their demand to, to grow or their population to grow, um, you know, 5.5% a year over the next decade. It, that's huge, you know, and 76% of their population is expected to be middle class by 2022. You know, that's up 72% over the last 20 years. I mean, that sort of stuff's huge. That's a, a huge increase in demand for good food. And we're kind of trying to to screw with it. But a lot of people will tell you it's necessary and it's the art of the deal. So I guess I'll just go with the flow and <laughs> see what happens. I've literally had people <laughs> respond to my tweets. You don't understand negotiation. I'm like, you're right. You got me. I'm just a dumb girl who doesn't understand. <laughs> dumb girl. Do you need something explained to oh, you? Look at that bridge. It's almost like we're professionals here because that's another. I know. But hurt uh, causing deal here on the tweeter, right? Uh, oh, my God. I think everybody has cabin fever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
It's just bitch, 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 and pick yes. fights. They're just I think everybody's got to stick up their ass, but that's Something. just me. And, and the, yeah, everybody's like, oh, well, as soon as hashtag plant 18 gets here, we'll all feel better. I'm like, right. bullshit. You've got cabin fever in a month. You're going to be all bitching and bickering with each other because you've got cab fever. We'll have cab fever. And there's still going to be people who won't let go of something someone said to them in January in passing an 140 character tweet, you know, and uh, I, I don't. It's almost as if, you know, they, and almost as if they, you know, insult each other's manhood or something, but. Well, but the thing is, is that you we had this whole conversation here over the last week about sexism in agriculture. Like, it's just all over the place, you know, an overwhelming thing. And it is. I mean, it's not overwhelming. It's there. No, none of us are denying that it's there. Can we group everyone together? Hell no. no. I think that's wrong. No. And that's just it. I mean, I mean that's mean, like... It, 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 let's go back to uh, our friend Sean's point. Try taking two girls to dance class, he said. If you think sexism is a man-to-woman thing, try taking two girls to dance class. Turn on your TV and see how stupid men are on TV. You know what I mean? Oh, dad, you're such a moron. You know, like there's been this whole entire movement of completely taking men down at the knees. And I'm not saying that there aren't issues out there, but you can't assume that every man out there is a mansplaining. That's stupid. Stop saying that word. You know, whenever I hear it, I think manscaping and that grosses me out. I do too, Angie. And I get <laughs> visions and I'm like, back away, Jennifer. That's not right. <laughs> well, I think we have to remember too, you cannot tell someone's tone no. in a... 140 or 280 characters. Exactly. I, I just, you can't. I can it. You can't assume the worst for every person's tweet that you read. Yes. There's so many different ways to read people's tweets. I can inflect much differently than someone else. Yeah. And that's what think about. Well, and if it doesn't even come out, I mean, look at we had um we had a discussion with Jim Smith a couple of weeks ago. He had made a comment and then got attacked. It wasn't a discussion. He got attacked and yeah. it was, you know, his character was attacked because he didn't agree with what was being done on Twitter and he commented it. And instead of having a discussion and providing facts, they attacked his character. Yeah. Which I don't, I mean, they what impugned. is wrong with us? It wasn't even attacking. It was impugning his character, which is a huge, di- I mean, that's, you can attack someone's character. And he is one of character. our listeners. So obviously he is an upstanding citizen here. And so. smart. Exactly. And smart, you know, but no, he's got daughters, he's got a wife. And then you'll have people on Twitter that are like, that doesn't mean anything just because you have daughters and wives don't mean, you know, how to interact with them yes i mean come on let's calm down a little bit and let's be aware of the fact that we can call a spade a spade you know i was just reading something this morning an article about one of the larger commodity traders in london still has their yearly conference get together at the playboy club okay it's 2018 you know let's be aware of of the i thought they were all closed Right? I thought so too, but apparently in London they still have one. I don't know. Um, and, but it was an article that I'd read and maybe this was a, as recent as five years ago or something like that. But, you know, so there are some things that we have to be careful with. You know, when I but was I don't first- understand that. I mean, 
Well, not about the Playboy thing, but, you know, I'm just I'm stuck on this thing with Jim. You know, we've had several conversations with him about several hot topics. Oh, yeah. He has always been cordial. He has always asked questions and tried to see it from both sides. And I just don't understand attacking someone like that. Yeah, I don't either. You know, you're deciding his entire character and personality from one tweet. If you had looked at all his other tweets, you know, maybe you'd have some type of idea of what type of person he is but to just assume from one tweet that he's just a worthless asshole which he's not i just i don't know i don't get that what's about where is it about you know see the good in people apparently we don't get that on twitter or or what happened to having an intelligent conversation i mean i thought to be honest this is probably going to make me sound uh naive but why can't we just have a conversation and have opinions on twitter or on facebook without having to get pissy with people or block people or anything i mean just god we can have a difference of opinion in 2018 you are more than welcome to have an opinion uh, as long as it matches but if you don't agree with me yeah you're wrong exactly it has to be and so let me explain to you all of the ways that you're wrong not only are you wrong you're also stupid so let me talk down to you in a way that helps you better understand your stupidity and lack of intelligence on the matter i mean that seems to be a con- and the, the, what's most frustrating about this whole entire thing is that one of the reasons that i enjoyed twitter so much is that egg twitter specifically was void of that type of interaction, I felt. It was a good place to learn from each other about just about any topic in ag. Yeah, and have fun. I mean, who was planting, what issues they were having. You know, if you found a weed that, you you know, you could put it up and somebody had had it before. Yeah. Um, You know, it it was a good place to learn. And now it's a freaking middle school. It's and it's still a good place to learn. There's still good interactions. I still believe that there's there's good to be had from it, but it's become almost this vapid uh wasteland of self-promotion arguing. It, it has. Stop I, ruining it, people. Yeah. I, I refuse to give up on Ag Twitter. I'm here. Oh I yeah, I'm, I'm here. stuck here. Forever. I'm here to stay. I refuse to give up. But come on, pull your shit together, people. Yeah. I scroll by um, a lot more. I think of an answer I, and then know, I, I say, sc- nope, not gonna engage. Yeah. I keep on going. Not my circus, not my monkeys, right? Yeah. And then sometimes I go, F- that is my circus. Right? And those are my damn monkeys. <laughs> damn it. Now I have to get involved. But I scroll past a lot. And to be honest. I've kind of gotten to the point where if I don't have a lot of time, which you'll look at my Twitter and be like, Jen, you must spend all your time on Twitter. No, I yeah. just go and look for certain people that I know aren't playing the high school drama game. Yeah. And I'll just scroll their Twitter feed so that I, cause I don't want to block anybody. Yeah. I don't, I don't block anybody who disagrees with me and I'm not going to hide you. I followed you for a reason. Yeah. But I don't have time every day to go through the drama in I your think, head. Is this yeah. person in my life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime? Nope. Yes. Not a season. Season's yes. over. Unfollow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I'm pretty, uh, I'll be honest, I'm pretty careful about who I follow because I'll I'll stalk your timeline and I'll see if you're re, re, if all your tweets are retweets. I'm like, dude, I can follow the person you're retweeting and get the information. I don't need you to retweet it. Yeah. But come on, 
just man up a little bit. Yeah, let's. Uh, have, oh, you can't say man up though. Humor. You, really, you got to people up. Oh, yeah, people yeah, up. Yeah, people Justin up. Justin Trudeau. Get your balls. Out. You can't say that either. Whatever. You got to get your yes, ball you boobs. I don't know. You've got a one thing. I don't know. Yeah. So no, I agree. I'm just. I agree 100. Let's stop picking at each other. If you don't like the person, walk away. You know, like that. It doesn't have to. Be, you're not, not going worth to convince. Your time. Yeah. It's not worth the waste of your energy or getting upset. It's just not worth it in the whole scheme of things. Move on. What do you call it, Jen? Your energy bus? My energy yeah. bus. Damn it, I'm going to kick your ass off my energy bus if you're draining my energy because I yeah. don't need it. And if you don't get my sarcasm and you don't know that I I don't waste my time. I literally don't waste my time on people I yeah. don't like. It's just not Back when I was an undergrad and I worked with somebody, we used to say, I really wish that guy would get off my planet. <laughs> right? Yeah. In the and nicest so way possible. If, if, I'm, if I'm following you and I say something sarcastic, yeah. it was all yeah. in good fun. I so thought chill. we could joke with each other. If I made a joke with you, it's because yeah, I thought I, we could uh, joke with each other. If it upset you. And be, and because, it, I, because I took time yeah, out of my day to type yeah. that tweet. If it upset you in any way, just, hey. There's nothing wrong with being like, hey, dude, you know, I'm kind of uh, sensitive about that particular topic that you brought up. So if you could, you know, maybe lay off me next time, I'm not going to sit in the bathroom and cry anymore kind of deal. And that's so if you are, I mean, if you're butthurt about it. Yeah. But I think we talked a lot about it in diagnosis butthurt. So if you're wondering our opinion on it, go listen to that one. But if you're that sensitive, you should not be on Twitter to begin with. This is or not- social media at all. Honestly, you shouldn't yeah. be on social yeah, media. Yeah, it's not an easy, it's not, there's not a safe place. Remember when everyone got the, uh, there really um, is the safety pin tattoos? I wonder if anyone regrets that. No. Remember <laughs> I forgot like about everyone those. was going to get them. I, so, I do remember. So moving on from that, I think we've kind of beat up on the whole, you know, it, it does sexism exist? Yeah. Sure. It's all, it's not, it's just like racism though. It's not one, just one category against another. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's amongst, it's a, yeah. You can't group everyone it's a together. Human it flaw. just doesn't work. That it is way. what There's, it is, you yeah. know. And so you've got yeah. to understand, you know, what you're dealing with, who you're dealing with, and give everyone a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. Unless they've been an absolute a hole to you multiple times, and then throw them off your energy bus. Peace, dudes, deuces. So speaking of, um, I don't know, energy buses. Jen, we had some issues on some discussions with dairy stuff here recently in your neck of the woods, right? I mean, am I allowed to bring that up? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it is, it is what it is. And my big thing is we can agree to disagree. Uh, And, and I don't know, I guess if you're not willing to have a discussion, why put it out there? But that's okay. You know what? It's your social media. So... If I've stepped on your toes, yeah. I apologize. I kind of thought that social media was a place we you were discussing stuff. I guess if you're just randomly posting stuff and you don't want anyone right. talking to you, kind of. I I don't know. Put that disclaimer on there. Well, let's talk about the dairy. What what went on with the dairy? So, let's talk about that okay. in case some people aren't quite sure. Because some of our non-egg people so, may not understand. Uh, Walmart, um, <laughs> Dean foods has always packaged uh, or bottled or whatever you call it uh, milk 
for Walmart. So yeah. anytime you buy a in your area, in our correct? area, and yeah, I don't know how prevalent that is everywhere else, but yes, in our area. So anytime you are at Walmart and you bought milk in a Walmart jug with a Walmart label, that actually came from a Dean's plant. Yeah. Side note, Dean's food makes the best French onion chip dip. Continue. Okay. They do. Interesting. Yeah. That's good to know. Best. So, um, Walmart in the, in their quest to make more money, which rule is the, the American world. way and rule the world. Take over Bezos at Amazon. Yeah. It is built their own uh and their plan was to build their own walmart or walmart build their own milk processing plant bottle their own milk and uh, so what that did was cut dean's contracts and so what dean's did then was cut contracts with dairy farmers in uh indiana kentucky uh I'm not sure where else. There were two other states, I think. I can't Pennsylvania, I think, was yeah. part of it. Pennsylvania I think was. Pennsylvania was part and then of if it. They were so it must Ohio. have been Ohio yeah, as well. It's easy to forget about Ohio. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so Dean's... From a Michigan fan, <laughs> yes. So I think the thing to keep in mind is Dean's didn't... Isn't The only reason Dean's had to cut some of these farmers was because they lost some of their contracts, not because consumption yeah. was down. They aren't losing... But anyway, there was some there was some uh, there was some deals with the, the Walmart contracts. Who Walmart, the dairy farmers Walmart wanted to deal with, and blah blah blah. And originally, the plant is Logansport, Indiana, and originally they wanted to deal with Indiana farmers. <coughs> I think now they're pulling the milk out of Michigan and Wisconsin. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't really, I don't know because I'm not a dairy farmer. But this whole we need to. Uh, protest Dean's Foods, and we need to protest Walmart Foods. You know, family dairy farmers are still giving, are, you know, are still selling to these name yeah. brands. Right. I you don't shouldn't know. boycott it's, great value milk from Walmart because you're still, when you do that, you're just hurting another dairy family versus the one that, you know, supplied Dean's. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. I just think there's more to it. And I think people are, I mean, it does. It's very emotional. Don't get me wrong. Oh, and totally I don't have 100% of the facts. Of course it does. I mean, it sucks. Yeah. And I don't have 100% of the facts. I'm not a dairy farmer. I don't, I, I this isn't anything I can give yeah. every detail on. I just know that just grand, uh, Comments or grand, I don't know what superfluous what comments upon grand, um, grandstanding solutions. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Now. Yes, it's just yeah, something like that. I don't know. I just to think that you're. I don't think know. That block, uh, and I I understand the desire or the the idea that well, if I don't, if I refuse to shop here, or if I refuse to do this or access this or whatever it may be, which we've seen. I mean, there was a small town here in Iowa that uh, refused to shop and it's walmart and it closed um you know there are walmarts that have closed because of lack of is that right i've never heard it's carl tells me the story so who knows how accurate it is but you know it's it's one of those things where like the blue earth walmart is closed that one shut down that was like the size of a large dollar general it was kind of interesting i liked it but it's gone now so we'll have to say a prayer for the walmart people but you know the reality is we here in algona We've had this conversation quite a bit about big box stores, right? In Algona, there is nothing. And Algona is one of the larger towns within about an hour 
drive. So you can go to like Fort Dodge, it's an hour away, Mason City, hour away, Spencer, hour away, Albert Lee, hour and a half. You know what I mean? So you've got to get to like a a big box store or something of that nature. And so there's a constant turmoil or struggle um, because even though we have no big box store in town, they can't figure out why the small businesses are struggling. You know, so like our downtown is seeing businesses close and they can't figure out why. Well, no one talks about how much, how many, you know, staple items I buy from Amazon a day. Um, you know, and the fact remains that if there was a big box store in town, if I had a place that I could go to where I could buy reasonably priced goods, like I can get on Amazon or get when we drive over to Walmart, you know, to Mason city on a Saturday, you know, I wouldn't leave town. I would frequent Algona, which means I would frequent the restaurants. I would frequent the other stops, small shops that come along with a big box store, you know, and all of these things. So everyone tries to talk so poorly about what Walmart is or is doing or whatever, when the reality is, I think they have a certain amount, and maybe I'm wrong in this and you guys can disagree, I don't have a problem, but they actually have a certain amount of credit of keeping some towns afloat, if not increasing that town's footprint. You know what I mean? You don't see a Walmart very rarely without at least a couple, three fast food stores, maybe a pizza place, usually an Applebee's. You know what I mean? Like Maurice's will pop up next to it, stuff like that, because people come and that's where they go to shop and, and get their things. And we would, all of our money would stay in Algona, even though it leaves via, you know, wherever the Walmart money goes, it would still support the people working there. So there's this idea that, oh, Walmart's evil. And that's this dairy conversation is has even built on Walmart being this evil corporate enemy. And I don't think that's the case. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I think everybody's going to see it different. Yeah. Um, they just chose different dairy farmers than the ones they had. I mean, I don't, you know, it's not like they yeah. gave up dairy altogether. Yeah. They just chose to source it from someone no. else. Yeah, there isn't. Yeah, they, they, those contracts, those, that amount of milk went to another bottling plant. It wasn't cut off. Yeah. Um, they obviously are still I, I selling milk, right? Right. For a little cost. I just think that, I, I guess, I guess we rock at our job mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter like whether you drink milk or it's pork chops for every glass of milk. We say we need to drink consumers need to drink more milk. Let's drink more milk and dairy farmers will not lose yeah. their farms. Well, let's be honest. You know, you can eat a pork chop a day. I can ask everyone to eat a pork chop a day and be like, Keep pork farmers in business or pig yeah. farmers in business. Eat a pork chop a day. And you know what's going to happen? Every hog farmer around here is going to go, man, demand's up. I'm going to double yeah. my hog operation. And I'm going to produce two yeah. pork chops per consumer. And then pretty soon I'm begging consumers to eat two yeah. pork chops a day. Yeah. And, and and it's a vicious yeah. cycle. And I mean, you made the clearest um, when you responded about know. that. And I, you have a great point. I mean, yes. And I don't think anyone that's listened to this podcast would say that we haven't been huge champions of agriculture in the sense that we say, drink more milk, eat more meat, you know, eat your cheese, eat this, eat that, yeah. all of these things. You know, we're, we're huge proponents of, of agriculture all around, especially U.S. ag. In but you're Canada. very, you know, the one thing that you said was great. And in Canada and, and Mexico, bienvenido, uh, I don't know, I got nothing. But anyway, you know, um, we support agriculture all around in so many ways. And, um, 
I mean, I'm all about everybody yeah. drinking an extra glass of milk a day. But but some people don't like milk. I don't think you can say everybody needs to drink a glass of some milk a day. Can't have some it. people just butter don't like it. Yeah. Chris hates milk. And some people yeah, Chris, can't have eat it. Your butter. I, I mean, you know, the kids and I go through about four gallons of milk, four to five gallons of milk a week just between yeah. us. But Chris doesn't drink milk. I can't say, oh, I'm sorry, you yeah. need to drink a glass you of milk. You drink today. beer with your brownies, so that's effed up. I'm just saying. But no, and I mean, that's, I that's the hardest part is we can try to well, encourage. I think it's, what it's important to say is, okay, so I think within the last, I don't know, couple of decades, we have the same amount of cows, but those cows are now producing more milk. So that's, you know. Yes. Becoming dairy more efficiency. Yeah, Dairy Carey has a great um, explanation yeah. of the whole issue on her Facebook page, if you guys want to check that out. And she's actually part of the industry, so she's more credible than we are, yeah. but. And I think that's an important thing. Like I can tell you, right. I mean, I can, I, I researched it and I've looked into it and I've asked questions and I still have more questions, but I'm not a dairy producer. Yeah. I don't raise dairy cows. I don't milk cows. Yeah. It's not my livelihood. Um, so it's, while it's personal to me, cause it's ag, it's not deeply, I, I'm not, I'm well, not. And it takes a special kind it. of person to be a dairy farmer. Let's call a spade a spade. Takes dedication. Oh, yes. Yeah. Any livestock producer has an extra amount of dedication. All farmers have an extreme amount of dedication. But to be able to go out and, and milk cows at 4.30 in the morning, whether it's minus 20 or 120 at, on Christmas or 4th of July, you know what I mean? Like there is a special relationship with a, as a dairy producer too, because you're one-on-one -on -one with those cows. You know what I mean? Like, you know, each cow that, that comes in, um, you know, and, and granted technology has changed that a little bit, but when we milked, you know what I mean? It was four cows on each side of the parlor and you knew each and every one you got to the point of where you knew which one, you know, which, which one was there just they by looking at it. Yeah. yeah. And so they love their, their cows and they have this extreme passion. And I'm not saying that beef farmers don't love their cows, but you know what I mean? It's a, well, let's be honest. I've got, I've got beef cattle and I've got hogs, but if I, decide on Saturday I want to sleep in till eight or nine o'clock and go out and feed then yeah. my pigs are going to be okay yeah a milk cow is going to be pretty pissed yeah exactly you don't have that option and and it's right. so extremely close like right now I have friends of the family that they their dairy farm has been in the family and in operation since 1903 it's 115 years and they're looking at having to make the decision on eliminating cows, you know, but they can't because the Holstein market is so poor in the state of Michigan that they don't have an option. I mean, to, to liquidate their herd or to do any of that nature would actually cost them more than staying in business. And there's talk right now that they're losing upwards of $1,000 a day by just trying to stay just, in business. And you just don't stop milk no, production overnight. no. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, we totally understand the passion that's behind it and we totally understand supporting the industry. So for those of you who are out there, you know, that are, are finding, you know, you could possibly increase your milk production, milk consumption, maybe your butter, you eat some more butter or, or eat yogurt or cheese or, you know, but the fact is, is exactly what Jen said. If we encourage every consumer to drink a glass of milk a day, we're going to start, and it works. 
we're going to find a way to produce two glasses of milk a day. And so unfortunately well, the solution is it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I, yeah. I think it happens in, in all commodities, to be honest, milk is just, you know, we can yeah. store corn. We can't yeah. St- yeah. store milk that long. It's not, it's not a, a a commodity that you can hold on to for periods of time. And it's marketed so differently too. It is. We've talked about, didn't we talk about that? Don't we have a podcast on it milk? It was about a year ago. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, we talked about a year ago. Yep. Yeah. When, um, oh, the, when the dairy the in Wisconsin. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so look for that one. We have a podcast just, about just about everything over the last year. I just think that it's complicated, but... I think within ag, we ought to be able to talk about it yes. without jumping Shutting down each other's throat. Yeah, I just I, that's just my opinion. I have a different I have a different opinion than some people, and some people have a different opinion than me, and that's okay. Well, and I, I think mean, it's important to point out that it. it, it I don't want to name the person directly, but they are a listener of the podcast, and we really appreciate the support over the year that they've given us when it comes to the podcast side of things. And we think that there's a way that you two could kind of come to an understanding. You just can't. You know, it, it goes back to the conversation we had about ag Twitter. You know, getting quickly butthurt about something yeah, and shutting down I mean, yeah you know, shutting down the well, conversation instead of having a, a solid dialogue about it and so that's one of those things that we're seeing right now is a, a shutdown and and desire to, to properly communicate i guess and just remember say. you know these are real people that are having to deal with this and have yes. some freaking compassion you know yeah um there's just so many components to it i think that just having a conversation it helps everyone. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying I know more than anybody else because I don't. I'm just saying, you know, let's think about it this way or I hadn't thought about it that way. Maybe you're right. And again, it goes to the inflection. When you read things on social media, you have, I'm going to read it one way and somebody else is going to read my words another way yeah. and and not have the same inflection or the same tone. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. But don't always assume the worst yeah. about somebody. Wait, what? We're not? Yeah. We I tend to jump to conclusions sometimes about people and it's easy for me to get really pissed really okay, quick. Hey Chris, we're really yeah, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Chris. You don't have what did we say before? The evil in his eyes because he doesn't hurt enough. But that's I I mean when it comes down to it, like I think overall this entire conversation that we've had today is just about, you know, first of all, taking time and thinking stuff through the Section 199A and the changes potentially to RINs or RFS. I mean, those are, are major things that, that need to be thought through and unintended consequences can come from them. And the same can be said for any type of conversation that we have with one another, you know, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on, on Facebook, whether it's, you know, wherever it may be. Um, I think it's important to understand that everyone's coming from a different direction. You know, it's hard to to put your your feet in their shoes. It, it made me think of that line, though. It's hard to see where you're coming from because I can't get my head that far up my ass. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not part. That's not the kumbaya message I wanted to preach today. But the reality is, you know, I think um, I hope that the weather improves here soon enough so we can start bickering about real stuff like dicamba oh. and whether or not we're getting enough. I'm so not ready. <laughs> and I, I'm not yeah, mentally prepared. I think we all get <laughs> I think we all get cabin fever this time of year. And I mean, 
who isn't ready to be in the field me, and do something? We've been trapped me, in the house. Me. And it snowed yeah. again today. This is like no, my yeah. downtime. I'm finally to the point where I have a little bit of downtime and I would like to keep it. So, <laughs> right. Uh, good luck Can with I that. I just do that forever. <laughs> yeah. That's why. No, I, yeah. I mean, and that's, I think this time of year, by March 1st, everyone's over it. And then, especially considering that we haven't, at least here in North Central Iowa, had a warm spell at all. Oh, we've had I mean, the warmest that we've gotten is like 50. See, we have not. We have none. We've had none. I think that they get you fired up. I think warm spells get you fired up anyway. When it stays cold, I mean, we had a warm spell and now it's snowing and I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, we need to stop. I'm ready. Take your meds and get right? with the program. And, that's, and it's true. And I hope that once we do, we're able to kind of see each other um, a little better. And and I hope that, uh, you know, some of the nastiness that's been played out over the last month or two, um, I hope people can kind of put that aside and, and move on. But if they can't, then I guess it is what it is. You're the one that... Uh, you know, has to live with whatever anger you're harboring over something stupid. Um, and you move on, right? That's yeah. what I, I think you do. I think, yeah, you just gotta. Yeah. And remember too, not everyone has experienced exactly what you've experienced. So it's, you know, it's, it's all different that way, but anything else you guys want to add in while we're chatting about whatever this is like the seinfeld episode of our podcast it was a, a podcast that's kind of good we covered we like covered subjects and swept them out yeah. of the way and and all i say is take your meds people before <laughs> and you jen can say that because she takes meds right jen so you can i mean it's I just do. like i can say yeah. that something sexist because i'm a woman apparently i learned that on twitter right like a week ago <laughs> Wow, I've got so much going for me then because I'm on meds. Right? I'm a woman. You're I got a farmer, man, so we have to. Thank I got it going you. on over and over, and over. Oh, Jen, I have to tell you what Bristol said about you yesterday. <laughs> what? We were putting together the egg bags for National Egg Day today for the preschoolers, and she picked up your book and was putting it in the bag. And I said, "Well, that's the book Jen wrote." And she goes, "Farmers don't write books." <laughs> oh, she called me a farmer, Bristol. <laughs> So it was kind of funny. You are a farmer, <laughs> That's awesome. though. She's now she's my favorite because she called me yeah. a farmer. So, so you're a farmer who can write. I mean, in Bristol's mind, you're an enigma. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I like we'll play that on Chad. Yeah. Way to go, Chad! You jackass, teaching your kids farmers. <laughs> <laughs> send all hate mail to uh chad colby at twitter.com anyway <laughs> yeah the chad right. colby it's in capital letters but no we uh that's cute bristol is is uh and we did have a good celebration of egg this past week um and we thank the consumer of course too uh and like we were saying before drink more milk eat more meat uh use ethanol uh, do all of the things that you can do to support your farmer friends and understand that we're all in this together. And I saw nice. someone say that the other day, you know, like a rising tide ra- uh, raises all ships, right? Yes, that's one of my favorite sayings. And so let's keep that in mind. We are all in this together. And uh, let's uh, love one another. Not in a in a completely Aww. platonic way, you know. No, not in a I, weird I don't way. know, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't want to stuff again. Yeah. All right. Ugh. Whatever. Send it our way. Whatever. We've seen it. We've gotten it. People were mad about us saying things Big like, group hug. We, are not we should power, plow through. 
Yeah. Yeah. Big group hug. Yeah. I was afraid in my 20s. I'm now in my 30s. I yeah. dare you to fix Exactly. So <laughs> I am angry. I haven't slept a whole night in almost uh, two years. So bring it. I dare you. <laughs> So, no, with that note, on that note, uh, you know, on me threatening to fight the entire six listeners of our podcast, uh, we'll hang it up for another week. Um, We appreciate you. Make sure you pass that on if you appreciate someone else in your life because life is short and you never know when you won't get that chance to tell them you love them. So, yeah, have a good one. I love you guys. I love you. Uh, Hugs and kisses. XOXO.